Welcome everyone and anyone. This is our podcast, Conversations with Cassie and Julia. I'm Julia. I'm Cassie. And we'll be talking about everything and anything that's on our minds. So we hope you enjoy. Wow, we started without me saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you were going. I forgot we were starting. Hello! <laughs> Welcome back. So we did miss a week, but this week we're back in full effect. Yes. So, welcome. We will try our best not to miss any more weeks. Yes. Yep. It's just a little crisis that we have. <laughs> just a few crises. <laughs> it's life. Life gets in the way. Yes. It does. So today we're talking about chakras. And meditation. Yeah. And Julia has questions prepared. Yeah, because this... I know a little bit, but it's not my area of expertise, and Cassie knows a lot more, so I thought she could give us, like, an overview of what chakras are, what all of them are, and a little bit about meditation, and then we also tested our own chakras, and we'll talk about that, mm-hmm. and then I'll ask questions. So, Julie and I are both Reiki Level 2 certified, so Reiki is the practice of energy my brain left me a week ago same and it hasn't come back i can't think of any words to say i can't either i think it's because every sign is in gemini right now yes and I super hate gemini and i think we're in uh mercury retrograde too. yes but anyway life is whack do you want to explain what reiki is uh, <laughs> <laughs> really putting me on the spot here no um just a very to me reiki is like rebalancing yourself like balancing your chakras getting all the negative energy out and putting the positive energy in that's like what I think of it as so if you're like a Reiki practitioner um you can help do that align your chakras and yeah so you're kind of trained in energy work and how to move energy through the systems uh which can both be in your chakras or in your physical body you can have things that are stuck yes and it's not like you have like powers no it's not like that at all it's just you being used as the guide of energy yeah so energy like, just kind of goes through you into yeah. the next person things so, are working through you yeah it's not you it's whatever higher power you believe in going through into the other person. Yes. So if you've never heard of this, you probably think we're crazy. I but think people do anyway. That's so. true. <laughs> but it's actually really, really cool and interesting. And if you ever have a chance to get Reiki done, or if you know us personally and we'll want to get some Reiki, then you definitely should because it's really cool. I have a massage table, so we can use that. Hmm. When yeah. did you get that? Facebook. I'll have to tell you about cool. that after the podcast. Yes, yes please do. Yeah, I definitely would like to practice it more because I was for a while. Like, last year, like, when I went home to see my family, I did it on my mom and dad lots. And it was really, really good. I felt really good doing it. And I haven't done it in a long time. I know. I feel like it's one of those things when you stop doing it, it kind of, like, you feel stagnant. Yes. Because I also haven't done it in a really yeah. long time. I think, like, it makes me also feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Reiki uses your chakras, and when we were doing specifically our level two, we learned a little bit more about chakras and energy systems. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I explaining what chakras are? Yes. Okay, so chakras, 
Oh my goodness. Okay, so the, there's hundreds of thousands of chakras in your body. However, typically when you're working through your chakras, if you go to a yoga class or you see Reiki or you Google them at all, it's the seven main chakras that you learn. So these are down um, the center of your body line. So they start at your root chakra. So this is either going to be at the, depending who teaches you and where you learn from. Um, some people teach that the root chakra is in the bottom of your feet. Other people teach that the root chakra is at the base of your spine. Just depends who teaches you. So this one uh, is often associated with red. It's your grounding chakra. It's the first chakra to be developed when you are a baby. And it's your like security chakra and safety chakra. Moving up a little bit, um, probably just below your belly button, um, kind of near your pelvic bone would be your sacral chakra. And so this is the second chakra to be developed. It is often orange in color. Um, this one is also a grounding chakra. Uh, you'll find that there is a split between the chakras. So you have your grounding ones and then you have your intuitive ones, if you will. And so this chakra has a lot to do, again, with safety and security, and it's also like sexuality almost. Um, then moving up a little bit, just above your belly button, it is your solar plexus. This chakra is often yellow. It's your self-confidence. It's your eagerness to put yourself out there and how much you believe in yourself. Cut me off if you ever, if you want to add anything. No, you're doing great. <laughs> um, and then moving up to your heart chakra, obviously it's in the center of your chest. It has two colors, either green or pink, depending what resonates best with you. Um, mine is personally green, mm -hmm. yours as well. Yeah. And so, kind of like how it says, it's your love, it's your acceptance, it's receiving love and giving love. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it works. And then moving up to your throat um, is your throat chakra. It is often blue. Uh, this one is like your inner voice, your outer voice, how you express yourself, um, both verbally as well as if you're like really creative, it's your creative space to allow that to escape and then moving up to the center between your eyebrows it is your third eye chakra um mine is purple i yeah. think most people is purple um and it's kind of your intuition and it's kind of that voice in your head that just tells you what's right and what's wrong and mm -hmm. and like so like listening to that inner mm -hmm. voice and making sure you're yeah, listening to it and paying attention. Yeah, I'm trusting it. And then the seventh chakra is located, depending again who you learn from, it's either just above your head or it's the crown of your head, and it's your crown chakra. So this one also has two colors. It can either be white or pink. I would say indigo. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's what Sandy always said. Or it could be indigo. <laughs> <laughs> I've also heard gold. I've heard that one. Knox just found something neat <laughs> on the table. Um, I've heard that one too. Yeah, lots of colors, I guess. Yeah. I always, I always think of it as indigo. Mine is always pink or white. Yeah, but and my tattoo, like my third eye tattoo, is purposely indigo. That's this one, not this one. Oh yeah, maybe this one. Maybe your third eye is indigo. Yeah, 
Purple indigo. Well, I thought the crown was indigo. <laughs> I mean, sure. It could be whatever. I never thought of it as, like, gold or anything. Hmm. Well, I mean, each person has a different color, huh. too. This but is why Cassie's the expert. I'm not an expert. <laughs> but it is... Um, so your crown chakra is kind of that higher power chakra. So if you're super religious, it's connected to your religion. If you just believe in a higher power, a higher self, that's who this is connected to. This is also the chakra that if you are doing Reiki or anything, the energy comes in through that chakra, down through the rest, and out through your hands. Um, and then so with each chakra... They obviously all have energy systems attached to them. So like your beliefs, your safety, all of this. But then also where they're located, it has a lot to do with um, the health of your body. So like your heart chakra is going to be associated with your lungs. And sometimes if it's out of whack, then maybe you get like bronchitis a lot, things like that. And so it's similar amongst... Are you Googling what color it is? Yeah, I was. <laughs> and so it's... Purple. Yeah, similar... For all spots of your body. What color does it say? Purple. Mm. Violet. Yeah. Yeah. It all depends who mm -hmm. you learn from and what you believe in. But yeah, so that's kind of the gist of chakras. Does that kind of explain them? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Perfect. Um, is there a certain chakra that resonates with you most? Hmm. Like the one you're like drawn to most or like... I think my root chakra and my third eye chakra. Yeah. Are my two. Yeah. What about you? I could see root for you. Mine's third eye. Yeah. I've, I don't know. I've always just been, like, attracted to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, is there a chakra that you find is out of alignment most on you? Like, most often? Yeah, the ones that are out of alignment now. <laughs> my solar plexus and my throat chakra. Yeah. What about you? Um... I feel like my sacral and solar plexus are usually the ones. That's true. Yeah. Throat sometimes. Yeah. Your throat used to be a lot worse than it is now. Yeah. I'm getting better at speaking my truth. Um, is there a certain chakra that you always find is, like, good? Always? I think my third eye. Yeah. It's almost always good. Yeah. My root is also typically mm -hmm. pretty good. I think, I don't know, I think my third eye has always been good too. And maybe my heart. Mm-hmm. Except today. <laughs> yeah. No. Was it bad today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing was good on me today. Unless you're thinking about Jack in the past. Yeah. <laughs> so when we did our Reiki training, um, so if you have like a, a pendulum crystal, you can go through each chakra on the person and like just ask it like show me Cassie's root chakra and so on so we're testing it out and uh <laughs> we're doing my heart chakra and I was thinking about Jack and this was when Jack was a little puppy so speak of this oh my gosh already then that one was nice. Jack was very annoying as a puppy like he was a lot he was a big handful so he stressed me out a lot I loved him but he stressed me out a lot I like him a lot better now <laughs> so anyway I was thinking about Jack and the Chris like the pendulum did not move an inch it did not move at all and then I started thinking about Knox and then it started doing a huge circle and then I'd think about Jack again and it would stop it was actually really funny it was really funny yeah 
We're getting a kick out of it. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so when we tested today, Cassie's solar plexus and throat chakras did not move. So those are the self-esteem and the speaking your truth. Yes. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I think... So chakras can go in and out of balance, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what's going on in your life. And, yeah, I think I'm just going through some stuff, so mm-hmm. they're having a moment. Yeah. That makes sense. And her heart was really, really good. Yay. But I remember... Last time I did Reiki on you, which was, like, probably a year ago now, mm-hmm. your heart was, like, so sad. And then my heart started to hurt really bad <laughs> when I was doing Reiki on you. So I'm glad to see that it's doing good now. Yeah, that was a weird, weird thing. Yeah, I couldn't even breathe. I felt like I was, like, someone was sitting on my chest. It was weird. Yeah, that's my, my typical heart. Yeah. It's <laughs> sad as that sounds. Yeah. And then me, my sacral didn't move. My solar plexus was slow. My throat was okay. And my third eye and crown were the best. Yeah. Someone at the door. I was just thinking, though, is it Austin or is it a stranger? It's Austin. Okay. He's probably going to trap us, but that's okay. So, yeah, my sacral was the worst, right? Yes. It didn't really move. Yeah. Which is typical (laughs) for me. (laughs) That is. Yikes. That's okay. Any uh, advice for me? (laughs) Yeah, but not stuff I want to say on the podcast. (laughs) Okay, never mind. (laughs) We'll skip that. Um, What about solar plexus? What can we do to improve our solar plexus? So for solar plexus, because it is... um, self-esteem oriented you can it's also digestion digestion Mm, i was out of digestion plus for the past couple days maybe that's what it is but yeah so if you're eating really good foods like lots of veggies lots of whatever to get your body moving through its flow that can help it but then if it is coming from a self-esteem perspective you can say a mantra to yourself like i am enough what i'm doing is what i need to do like mantras like that and then also just trusting your gut and trusting where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to do. Cool. And what about throat? Because both of ours weren't the best. So your throat can... It can be really hard to fix because typically when you're an adult, you can't just say what you're thinking mm-hmm. because you have jobs and you can't just say what you want to say at your job. Oh, I wish I could have my job <laughs> with some of those kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't go Just very kidding. well. Um, so lots of times people say to write down everything you want to say, mm-hmm. either in a notebook or in the notes in your phone. I find notebook is a little bit better because it feels more cathartic to get it out on writing. Mm-hmm. Man, just express yourself in that way so that you can release some of that energy and some of that tension. Also, when your chakras are out of balance, you can do um, like yoga practices based on them. So lots of, there's lots of, like the fish pose in yoga is really good mm-hmm. for your throat chakra because it's right. opening it up. It's it releasing some of that energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the heart opener poses. I love heart openers. I know. Good. So you can also do meditations um, based around your chakras. I 
do some on Spotify. Um, there's some like, wow, I can't speak today at all. I don't know why the words just aren't coming out. But there's chakra based, chakra guided meditations um, that you can find. So I like to do those. I like to do this intro into meditation, but I like to do guided meditations because I find if I don't, I... You have the monkey brain? Yeah. I mean, I still, like, I I really struggle with meditation because I find I can't shut my thoughts off. Like, and I know you don't have to, like, fully shut your thoughts off, but... Yeah. I just, I don't know. I always feel like I'm doing it wrong because I'm such a perfectionist that I'm like, I have to, like, do this properly or not at all, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Want to talk about meditation? Sure. So, meditation is one of the hardest practices you can do. Um, kind of going into yoga here. So, yoga is the foundation of meditation. So, the whole point of why... So, yoga is called the asana, which re, like in Sanskrit to English means the poses or the seat. So, the plan of being in an asana in a yoga practice is to release all of the energy out of your body so that it can prepare the mind to sit still for a long time. Um, so if you're just beginning meditation, it, it might be good to like go for a quick walk, maybe do a few jumping jacks. If you do believe in yoga, do a yoga practice before you go to sit down. Um, there's also a few different seats that you can take. You can take a traditional crossing your legs seat. Um, you can lay with your legs up the wall. Some people are okay laying in bed, especially if you're doing a nidra practice, which is a sleeping meditation. I love. Oh, we did a nidra once. It was the best thing I've ever done. I know. They're pretty good. Um, but yeah, and if you are doing a meditation to get into your mind and into your thoughts rather than to fall asleep, I don't recommend laying down just because you tend to fall asleep that way and then it it's not a bad thing, but it's not yeah. your intention. I struggle because I can't sit on my butt. It, mm. Like, my back and my hips just can't. Yeah. So I prefer to lay down, but all of the guided meditations I do always say to sit. Mm-hmm. And also, when I do lay down, I just get so tired. So that's one thing I struggle with. Yeah. Meditation. That makes sense. But I think... Maybe if I had a bolster or something to sit on, it would be better. But still, like, just sitting upright, mm-hmm. my back just can't do it. That makes sense. Yeah. You almost need to put the, the silk on there and sit in the silk. Yeah. And then it wouldn't hurt so bad. But I wonder if it's just sitting against a wall, even. You could do that, yeah. It would work. Um, but yeah, it, and it doesn't have to be the traditional yogi sit that you see people meditating mm-hmm. in. Like, that. you can sit however you feel comfortable sitting on your knees cross-legged, like straight out, whatever you want to do. Um, and then definitely when you're beginning, I suggest guided meditations because they keep your mind in order. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like to practice a lot of breath work. So um, you can find guided meditations focusing on breath work. I would definitely do it guided at first because um, breath work can be really um, dangerous for some people. especially if you've never done it and then you're all of a sudden trying to hold your breath for like Mm -hmm. 20 seconds you'll probably pass out and don't suggest that um but I like to focus on the breath because then it gives my mind something to focus on yeah um there's a few different books that you can read that explain 
Um, so Buddha practiced the monkey mind. And so that's where your thoughts come in and they jump and they jump and they jump and they jump and they jump. And it's the same thoughts over and over and over and over again. And so the practice of meditation is to allow the thoughts to not become attached. So you don't think of the thoughts as thoughts. You just observe the thoughts. So you're like, oh, there's another one. There's another one. There's another one. It's like a wave rather than getting fixated on the thought itself. It's just it comes in and it goes. It comes in and it goes. So that's kind of the goal of meditation. Mm -hmm. And so eventually after you do enough like guided, you can sit there just alone in silence for hours. I did one when I was doing my teacher training and I'm pretty sure we sat in silence for two hours. Oh yeah, I remember you talking about that. It was the hardest thing I've ever done I could not. in my nope. life. And at that point, like... I was sitting really open, like cross-legged, my arms were open, mm -hmm. and by the end I had just curled into a tiny ball because I was like, my body can't accept yeah. this anymore. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Do you have any other advice for beginners other than doing the guided meditations? Um, I think just don't be so hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. And don't don't be a perfectionist like Julia. <laughs> yeah. No one is ever pre perfect at meditation, and if they say they are, they're lying. Mm -hmm. Because you can come in and like you can come in and do two minutes, and that's more than enough. You can, like, even I come in and out of my yoga practice and my meditation practice all the time. It's mm -hmm. not, and it gets hard, and it gets easy, and it gets hard, and it gets easy, and it's. You just have to trust the process and know that it will eventually help you. It just, yeah. it's not a quick, instantly I'm a great meditator and mm -hmm. yeah. One thing, um, not one thing, but another thing I struggle with with meditation is when I think about my breath too much, I get really anxious. Mm -hmm. Like even just like us talking about it, like I started to like have like, I don't know, I couldn't breathe. Yeah. So that's one thing I struggle with, but I also know that like when I do focus on my breath, it is easier to meditate because that's what I'm focused on. But mm -hmm. do you have any advice for me on how to <laughs> not um, get so freaked out? Do you do do you breathe out of your mouth when you do? Uh, sometimes. I the best suggestion I have is always breathing with your mouth. Yeah, because actually, yeah, it does help when I do breathe out of my mouth. Cause it, especially when I'm around other people, I don't want to have deep breaths because I'm mm -hmm. like I don't want them to think. Yeah. Cause it's your mind. You don't want them to think something about you and your breathing or whatever. But as soon as you like let out a deep like sigh mm -hmm. almost with every breath, it like it makes the breath a little bit easier. Yeah. And then I that also think focusing the breath more into your diaphragm rather than yes. the top of your lungs. I do do that. Mm -hmm. I always try and like lift my belly up rather than my chest. Yeah, and like an easy way to do that is to focus press pushing out your belly when mm -hmm. you breathe in and and releasing all the air when you let out yeah mm -hmm. cool um there's lots of interesting breath work things like when i used to go to yoga when i could mm -hmm. when i was injured um there was some really interesting one like what's the there's like a b one oh bumble uh i think it is just b breath it's the one where you go like this right you Hmm. <laughs> yeah. you, so you plug your you press into your forehead 
you plug your nose and you plug your ears. Yeah. And then you try and make the loudest humming sound you can. It's so weird. It, we had to do it in class once and everyone was like, ugh. It feels weird. The worst is the lion's breath. What's that one? So you, st- <laughs> you stick out your tongue as far as you can mm-hmm. and you go. <sighs> <laughs> I think I've done that once too. Like over and over oh again. Oh my gosh. That's so weird. It's so weird. And normally you're in like a cat and cow pose. So you're like on your hands and knees and you're just like. (laughs) (laughs) Like a heaving cat? Yeah, it's the weirdest. Oh my god. But yeah, you feel so funny about it that you're just like, oh, my mind is just focused on my breathing. Yeah. But those are definitely ones you want to do when you're with an instructor that practices. Yes. What it's called is pranayama, if you're ever wondering the Sanskrit term. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite way to meditate? That's my last question. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I really like guided meditations. I like sitting cross-legged with um, my pelvis tipped forward because I'm mm-hmm. normally propped up on a bolster. I like putting my hands either on my chest or on my knees and then following a guided meditation. Normally oh. one's about like, I don't know, just like, Feeling grateful for yeah. where you are. Yeah. What are yours? Uh, well, like I said, I like laying down just because it's the best for my back. Mm-hmm. And then having a bolster under my knees or like just my legs bent. And then us- I'll either have my hands on my belly or out to the side. And sometimes I like to be in butterfly position too. I love being in butterfly Especially with a bolster under your yes. knees. Oh, That's it feels one. so good. And then... Uh, yeah, I like guided meditations too. I really miss going to yoga and doing... Um, Jill is coming back. <gasps> That's exciting. Yeah, she'll be teaching Wednesday nights. Cool. I was actually considering just going back and just kind of doing what I can. You should. Because I can do some stuff. My shoulder is a little bit better. so. You should. Yeah, that was... I loved like doing the yoga and then... Um, I, oh, Shavasana. <laughs> oh, I love Shavasana. Yes. That's, that's my favorite. Dead body pose. Yeah. When I did yoga like years and years ago, they called it corpse pose. Yeah. I like that. I like that one the best, corpse pose. Yeah, you do Shavasana, corpse pose, dead body, mm-hmm. um, because it's the death of the practice. Yeah. So you're allowing the practice to die and all of your thoughts to die with it as you move forward. Sounds kind of weird. But... It sounds very weird <laughs> until you actually like yeah. start doing it a lot. Then you're like, ah, yes. Yeah, it's a good feeling. So if you ever want to try meditation or yoga or learn more about your chakras, you can ask us. Why is your phone broken? I don't know. Maybe it's just the no. It's just broken. Um, but yeah, I would also definitely recommend using Insight Timer if you're new to mm-hmm. yoga mm-hmm. or meditation. Yeah. Yeah, and you can search chakra-based meditations on there, too. Yeah. Or YouTube, whatever. Yep. Whatever works. Yeah. That's it. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Yes, we will hopefully be back next week. (laughs) Pretty sure we will be. Yeah, um, with another episode. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review and subscribe.